Remember, we want you to be an activist. And don't take our word for it. Look that shit up. Pulley. Networks are not even getting clicks like that. So this show is like, there's an opportunity for this, what we're doing here on this show. Parents are traumatized by parents who are also traumatized by their parents. And it just keeps going until someone decides to reevaluate and get help for the sake of healing their family lineage. Mm. That's heavy right there. That's yeah, that's deep. You heard no, no. about those kids that they found wandering around outside? Recently? Last night. Oh, no, I haven't heard about that. Three kids walking around outside in the cold with nothing on. Another one, the one-year-old in the house. And the mama and the daddy is holed up in a motel. Damn. So they have so been by themselves for two days. How old was those kids? One to four. Damn. People just don't care. And they were... And they was black. People just don't care, man. People just don't give a fuck. And that's what sucks. We have so many people that don't give a fuck. And I think that the media, the society that we live in teaches people to not give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you need to look that up. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. I might pull it up in the show today if I can find it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's that just shows, you know, like I say, society makes people feel like, you know, just get a, whatever you could get away. If you could get away with it, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? If you don't get caught, it's like they start teaching you that early too. Like in school, like you cheat on a test, like it's okay as long as you don't get caught. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it seems like yeah. the society that we live well, in. Well, see, the daddy had uh, uh, some type of uh, restriction on him where he couldn't be around the mama because they were fighting all the time so he had a restraining order so he was living in a motel so she went to go be with him mm. and left them kids in the house by themselves for two days and mm. they ended up out outside in the cold and somebody saw them and they got rescued and it was a one year old in there too, in the house. Yeah. Damn. How can you leave your small children? That bitch need to be under the jailhouse. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I just, I don't, I, I yeah, can't she judge do. people. Cause she wanted to go be with a guy, her husband. Because he couldn't be there at the house. They had a restraining order. So she broke all that, went there where he was to lay up with him and leave the kids in the house by themselves. Let me see. So, I think I found it. 
I want to make before I show this. I want to make a comment about this uh, uh, generational uh, trauma. Like uh, it says, family lineage. Like healing the family lineage. Like, um, like we all make mistakes, you know. And um, there ain't no book to teach you how to really take care of your child, be a good parent. And then on top of that, your your parents didn't know what they was doing, and they probably messed you up a bit too. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. I'm not saying you, I'm saying people in general, you know, your 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 and their parents probably messed them up. They didn't really know what the hell they was doing. You're right. It's just unfortunate. Um unfortunate. Well, she didn't need to have four kids. She had a business having four kids. If she ain't want to take care of them. That's right. And that was their father. Is this the video? Is this it? Let's see. When they hear four children all under the age of four were found alone. Investigators believe the children yes. were in North Harris County for up to two days. Their parents were later found at a motel miles away and arrested. Their mugshots you see here were released just within the last few hours. KPRC2's Taisha Walker is live in that neighborhood in Taisha. That's it. Who found those children. Keith, neighbors not only found those children outside of the home behind me, they also discovered a toddler who had just fallen from its crib inside of the home. They were able to get help and food for the starving children. Angela Huff and Mark Dorsey are the parents of the four children. Harris County deputies say were found abandoned at a spring home Thursday night. Huff is facing child endangerment charges for leaving her children alone to fend for themselves for possibly two days, according to Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez. Dorsey has been charged for violating his bond. Court records show he has multiple assault charges for choking Huff in hotels, evading arrest, and violating a protective order. The two were found at this hotel, 30 minutes from the home that neighbors discovered the children, partially clothed and wandering outside. We were coming back home from the Valero down the street, and you just see them there in the driveway, just running around in the street as well. I blame the mama. As she, her sister, and boyfriend all went inside yeah. of the home and discovered more children. So there's water all over the floor, and the, the most sad part was when, when we seen a chair right by the fridge door open, and it's like, they're hungry. They, they've been starving. They were just saying that mommy was dead or mommy had crashed. They say they heard a loud thump and believe it was the one-year-old child falling out of the crib. I really hope that the kids, you know, end up in a good, proper home and that the system does right by them. Damn. The children are in the custody and care of relatives tonight. Only the mother is facing child endangerment charges because she was the one who allegedly left them alone here. As for Dorsey, the father right. was told that he was staying at the hotel as part she of his bond. Uh, he is not allowed to have contact with Huff. But as we all know, that uh, did not happen as of last night. Reporting live from... It's just a whole mess. Like, it, it sounds like they... Um, um pay elijah it says device not connected it just kicked you out maybe your phone or uh is, is yeah battery. i'm having a problem with my phone battery is low so maybe that's what it is um it just kicked you out i didn't kick you out the thing it says device not connected i had you in there and it just kicked you out so it might be your it might be the, the power it's on my your phone. phone sometimes it's that so um the um this is just an unfortunate circumstance because from what it sounds like it sounds like they just kind of had drama with each other 
And it sounds like a lot of those cases were just cases with them to, you know, having a fucking toxic ass relationship. But when you think about this whole all the way around, you got to think about the kids as far as the best person for them would be their parents to be in their life. Right. So but look, both of the parents is going to be fucked up and these kids are probably about to end up in the system. It says device. not. Oh, connected. yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been a. They in the system now. Yeah. So is that good for the kids? How many? I, I mean, how good is it really for the kids to be in the it's system? It's better. It's better than what they in now. They, they, they not really in the system. Uh, other family members took them. Uh, they with they with family members. King Elliot, I can't add you because of probably uh, your battery power on your phone. That's the only guess I have. It says device not connected. It won't let me add you. Uh, what were you saying, Ma? I said they with uh, family members. Yeah, that's what they said in the thing. But hopefully, that's hopefully one of the family members can take uh, legal custody of the children. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than the kids ended up being in the, in in the system, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, they're not gonna be in the system. They with they with family. Yeah, that's that's just a it's just a horrible situation, uh, all the way around. You know, it sucks. You know, um, damn. It's and then the racial aspect of it. It just so happened to be a white lady who came around and saw the kids, um. Uh, and, and was the one to be the good Samaritan and call the cops. These four kids roaming around outside, which is the right thing to do. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just, it seems like a lot of times these kind of stories, like I always be saying, why is a story a story? You know, um, some stuff, you know, I mean, like this is a horrible story. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is it also can uphold certain stereotypes. Like what I mean is a lot of stuff be happening around the city every day. You know what I'm saying? The producers of these news shows get to make choices about what they get, you know, highlight. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is a story like this is perfect to highlight, saying that a black mom is sorry, the daddy is sorry, they had a hotel, and then the cases was like he was choking her out at the hotel. So they do this regularly. They go to rooms and, and get yeah, into fights and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. He had a uh, restraining order. That's why he was in the uh, motel. Yeah, exactly. So it's like but they... she just she chose to go be with him and leave her kids by themselves. Yeah. So that just shows they had a toxic relationship, you know. Yeah. And it seems like all those cases that they had weren't real, like violent. They don't sound like. What I'm trying to say is now they have all these records, these felony records, and a lot of they just needed couples counseling or some shit, or maybe they needed to break up. Somebody, some kind of intervention. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, it's something wrong with her. He done choked her out about four or five times. And she coming back to go yeah. back to the hotel for him yeah. to do it again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that just sounds like a toxic relationship to me. Yeah. And do. I think it's D-U-E-X. I'm pretty sure it's that. D-U-E-X. Um, King Chucky E-N-T, D-U-E-X. 
That's the backup page. That's where we're streaming live to tonight. And I need you guys to go subscribe to there so you can get the uh, notifications that the live is you know, coming on. Because I don't know how, how long it's going to be before I do any live streams on the main page. But well, you had somebody that was trying to come in and couldn't. Yeah, it's a couple people coming in, but that, like I say, that's how the show goes. We start off slow and then we trickle in, and that's how it goes. Yeah, because this is a good subject. Yeah, 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 yeah. The black bomb. Um, I lost what I was gonna say. Um, damn it, I lost it. Yeah, this is a good subject about. You there, uh, Pat? Yeah, man. How you What's feeling, man? Good, man. Um, shoot, it's had a late day, but you know it's all good. Man, anytime you're here, bro, I appreciate it. And I ain't been on that long, anyways. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been on that long. Um, yeah, I came. I well, you know, I um. I saw you sent me uh, the link or whatever, a couple of videos I didn't get a chance to see because it was kind of late, but... Um, I sent those late, so I really wasn't didn't know if it was that was going to work out anyways, but I still might cover those videos. It's all um, good. You, shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm good off the rip. Shoot, I... Yeah. yeah. You got you some rest in. You sound awake. Yeah, man. Um, I had a load I was supposed to pick up at uh fourteen hundred, fourteen thirty this, this early today that I didn't get until eleven, and uh, or yeah, right around eleven o'clock. So two thirty, and you didn't get it to 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 tonight. Yeah. And uh, so, what about you? Got to roll in the morning. Well, yeah, I won't roll again until about eleven in the morning. So. Okay, that's cool. So you got time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, military time. That's crazy, bro. Like, I, my brain works military time real quickly. I don't know if it's because I came, like, my dad was in the military, but I think it's because I was a manager. And when you count time as a manager, it's always military time. Like, the computer always prints out military time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if everybody's I'm system does that, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for, for me, I mean, it's just easy instead of having to be like, you know, the a.m. and p.m. Uh, it gets confusing. It gets confusing. There's no way to mix it up, you know, yeah. when you do it with the military. Military time. You know, you don't have to say, oh, 100 hours, you know that's a.m. Yeah. Um. Damn, it kicked Elliot out again. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah, the topic right now at the moment is the um, the little story we just showed about the Mom with four kids found outside. Did you hear about that? No, man. Uh, I was kind of listening to what I could uh, just a few minutes ago when I turned it on Facebook. But uh, um, I hadn't heard about it either. It's very recent. This post says, like, this was posted eight, five hours ago or something. Let me look. Is this March something 11, that happened in the H? Yeah, this is Houston. Um, and a black lady, black mom, and um, she left her four kids at home alone for maybe two days to go hang out at a hotel with the dad. But the dad couldn't be around the kids because they had a restraining order. 
and he could he wasn't allowed to be around the kids. So that's why she went to the hotel to kick it with him. Although how he's got, these, how old are these? They're kids? all under. They're like all under four years old or some shit. Like they're fucking what? little as hell. Yeah, ridiculously small. And um, one of them is one years old and shit. So um, uh, and the dad has restraint. Uh, fucking felony uh, assault charges on the mom for choking her out at hotel. So that's the backstory. I don't know. So that's it's a mess. So that's, all right, White lady that. pulls up and sees kids running around in the driveway and then outside and shit. And then she calls the police. They find out that mom hasn't been there. She's been at a hotel room for at least two days. Or they don't know how long she's been gone. They said possibly two days. And one of the things I said was the aspect... Okay, it's a horrible story. But these producers that uh, produce the news stories, they get to choose which stories they highlight. Then this one is uh, meat. Meat for the meat grinder right here. You know what I mean? It's the perfect story. Like how, like, you know, a story of a black dude breaking into somebody's house and stealing stuff out of their house or taking Amazon packages and shit. It's the perfect story. You get what I'm saying? To fit yeah. stereotypes. Well, look, my question is, why is it that the, the father can't be, you know, if he had assault charges against the mother, you know, like he, he um, had... He did something to the mom. Like, did he do something to the kids where he... No, he didn't do nothing to the kids. He had a habit of uh, assault to the mother. Yeah. So, he had several bonds that he was on for, like, choking her out and fighting her. So, he couldn't stay at the house. It wasn't against the kids. My thing is, all right, you got, um, you know, if he can't be at the house and they got four kids, I'm going to say at least two of them his. Why she can't bring the kids with her to the hotel with them? You know, like, and who really knows that he's there? Because, I mean, the only way that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like it don't really it don't really make sense. Like I mean, it don't. Yeah. It don't. And now they got like felony charges. I think. Now he don't, cause he ain't do nothing wrong. He was away from the house like he was supposed to be. All the charges are going to be against the mother. Yeah. Well, they said he went to jail, so he had outstanding warrants or something. I don't yeah, know, but I know the charges. Yeah, he got some force or something, yeah. But who, yeah, who else just, we got on? Who else we got on this call? This is my mom. This is right. mom. How you doing? It's been a minute. I'm I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing very well. We who is got, this? Uh, well, I I don't this know which Pat, one you, re you remember it. Yeah, Ashley's cousin. No, I don't remember you. Well, we, well, we only met through the uh, through the podcast. Um, the last time you were on, I guess. Well, I can't say it was it the last time or. Uh, that's when Alifa was on. Me and Alifa. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Okay. All right. It's good to hear from you. Yep. Same here. Yeah. Ashley's cousin. Um. Did you ever meet Alara? 
Who are you talking to? You, Ma. Ma, did you ever meet a Lara? No. Okay. I thought maybe you did. That's the connection. Yeah, so tonight, the name of the show is Bring Academics Back to um, Spirituality. So I kind of want to talk about the connection between academics and spirituality. And I also have a few videos, but um, sounds, just sounds interesting. I got to see what kind of angle this is, you because I you you get kind of tricky sometimes. That's why I got. Yeah, I do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you What do you think though? What do you think that means? Um, you know, bring academics back to spirituality. Well, man, you know, I honestly like. That's that's a wide one. Uh, honestly, I mean, because you know, me as I guess if if I was to just say if I was running with a title like that, I would say a lot of this, a lot of this stuff is BS that we, you know, especially like in school, it's a lot of stuff they learn in school is not what is necessary for life. You know what I'm saying? You know, of course, we need the basics, the math, you know, science, you know, different sciences and, you know, maybe even, you know, just like word structure, stuff like that. But I think when you're looking at it in a spiritual, uh, with a spiritual essence, you know, to hell with PhD. To me, I say to, to hell with like PhDs because God don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Like all these higher level, le you know what I'm saying? You higher level is you know learning nature, in my opinion. Exactly, and I think that's what science is doing, anyways. And so basically, you said what I'm kind of kind of going direction because it's um you know the idea that what what's important to learn, what what really helps us in our life, you know, and then our ancestors, how did how did they educate each other? And then look at what they did. Look at what our ancestors did. And then you got to look at what we're doing. And like, we like to compare and feel like we're like superior. I don't know why all the time, you know, uh, right now, today is the most superior and advanced time or advanced technology, advanced everything or whatever. It's and not. we just, we just automatically want to think like that, but just compare what the ancients did and what we're doing Man, and how they the live and how we live. We're the dumbest of uh, people on the you know uh, throughout time right now. I mean, um, I, I, honestly, I mean, I think that there's we're getting to a point where we're we're raising our uh, our knowledge. You know, we're getting better, but man, and and, you know, and, and I'm and, speaking in the I'm speaking in the masses because I mean, there's a, yeah. a great deal of people out there that are you know definitely above the bar, you know, at the bar or above the bar. But man, there's so many people, you know, masses of people. Because I mean, at one point, I mean, if you really look at like the dynamics of what it would take for people, you know, the majority of people to have telepathy, like not having to, like you being able to communicate with other people without having to open your mouth bro that's a high level of connection between you know 
other beings. So and and, and how know, did the ancient you know, how do you think the ancients taught the kids? That's that's where I want people to 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 to, to try to get their brain to start thinking. How did they teach them? You know, they didn't go to like the universities and stuff like home, we do. At home. Right. At and home. did they and did they separate spirituality from like academics? I I don't think so. I mean cuz I mean, you know, a lot I think a lot of times, you know, people relate religion with uh spirituality, but spirituality is really like you know, no, really knowing yourself and you know your surroundings, being able to interact with with nature on a a level that's you know, you know, having finding balance between where you are and what you know, and, and, and also what well knowing where you are in the universe, like knowing like your place and how you fit in the balance, but also knowing how to use the tools that are available to you. To, to get the desired effects that you want. You know what I'm saying? That's the mm -hmm. whole point. That's the whole point of knowledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that you can use tools to to get desired impacts. And that's what power, that's I say knowledge is power. Well, that's what yeah. it is. So- I mean, if you, if you really think about it, because, you know, I thought about it like, you know, it, let's just say right now today, I took, you know, I, I have a phone and, I take my son out of school and I teach him everything there is to know about farming. I mean, that's really what's gonna be like the the major thing that you know you're you know you're teaching because you like you're teaching science, math, you know, like you you're teaching a lot of the basic stuff throughout just living and even with the dirt, like having a connection with the soil and um, the seeds, understanding cycles and uh, like there's a lot of things that go into that, but, you know, based on our societal, what we consider societal norms, you know, that I would be harming him if I did something like that. And, and, and they wouldn't see it properly because anybody that knows farming really knows farming that there's science there's math you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying uh history <laughs> motherfucking yeah. geography all that shit is in there bro like it's really complex actually you know what i'm it's, saying so um yeah. that that's teaching them and so but you know, that's my thing, though. We was talking about the constellations and shit last night and how, like, you know, religion spawned out of these, you know, allegories that were designed to get people to remember the constellations and how they move and shit like that. So that is it right there. So they, they talk about the Dogon and they don't understand how the Dogon had such really specific as great knowledge of where the star systems were and stuff like that. So, and this knowledge was passed down orally. They, and they don't really write stuff down over there. So, well, that's that's why a lot of a lot of of a uh, a lot of people really believe that because I mean the the writings that they did write, they still don't understand them, not fully, because I mean the uh, the hieroglyphics. You know, they wrote stuff in the stones and 
a lot of it might have been pictures or you know pretty much symbols a lot of symbols and i think that we still don't understand fully what they were saying but i really believe that they had a higher understanding even though that we can't get to you know we hadn't really got to the point of truly breaking down everything they had you know they what they were thinking when they were you know writing all this stuff down but they've made prophecies and stuff things that we can look forward to now to this day can you hear me i'll send you another link right now can I hear who who is that? Elliot. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, back I at it. You. Oh, okay. My mic should be better. My my other one, it was like, it was a cheap little Bluetooth headset. You sound pretty good. Yeah. That's what's up. Appreciate it. How y'all doing? All right, I'm doing man. Well on this end, bro. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing all right. Today was a little tough, but you know, ups and downs. Got to deal with it. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do. Got to take care of business my, when the time comes. My, my, look, my favorite saying is, it is what it is, and it's going to be what it's going to be. <laughs> right. So, I can dig you it. You know, just keep on moving. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm a full-time father and forex trader. and my, I had a losing day today, but you know what I'm saying? You know, I just kept it pushing, went to go get some money out the bank, and, you know, now I'm just sitting here relaxing, kids are asleep, daughter's not feeling well, but, you know, she's well taken care of. Yeah, my daughter's feeling kind of sick, too. Like a stomach flu or something like that? Not really sure. Hmm. Yeah, mine, mine, mine just said she was all stuffy. Yeah, food is our medicine, so we're just looking at diet and hydration and, you know, getting to the basics instead of running to the doctor and, you know, them tech checking you and, you know, trying to pump you with something, give you something over the counter. I know. My daughter hates taking any kind of drugs. I even have to, like, sometimes sometimes I have to be like, take some damn medicine or whatever, but she kind of gets it from me. I mean, I can't really blame her, you know? So, and then it's hard for a person to, like, especially once they get older, um, to like force them to put something in their body that they don't want to put in their body. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, um, one of the things that, uh, cause I mean, you know, you can always look up things on, you can Google natural remedies for whatever it is that you're dealing with. Um, or I can get on the phone with my cousin, you know, you tell me what you did or I can connect you directly. Cause you know, you know, girls sometimes don't want to talk to the guys about, everything they're dealing with you know i can hook her up with my cousin she'll be glad to help her out in different little things to stay with nature you know natural products you know what i'm saying yeah well that, i think my daughter i ain't gonna lie not, she would probably be she would probably be interested in that knowing her she would probably like yeah. to know more about that well good yeah maybe i'll send I mean, you a number what, you can text her yeah well, yeah, I mean, because she can all like just, you know, refer to, you know, Google, you know, but, you know, you just you just have to, you know, be specific about what how you want to, you know, what you're looking for. And once you put in there that, 
a natural, you know, natural remedies for blah blah blah. True. A lot of times it'll pop up some stuff. Yeah. Let me play this little clip right quick. An indisputable fact that the prices are higher because companies are making decisions to take advantage of this situation, not share the pain, but double the pain on you guys. Yes. They then ironically send their lobbyists to go tell the politicians that they own all of the Republican Party and unfortunately a decent chunk of the Democratic Party to go out there and tell you guys, oh, your wages went up too much. That's why there's inflation. You know what? We can't do child tax credit. We can't do all these things that would help your family because of inflation. I mean, look at that monstrous lie, right? They take advantage of the inflation to increase your prices, and then they use their greed to ironically argue you shouldn't get anything more. And and remember, uh, Pat- It is an indisputable fact. For the longest, I kept saying this inflation shit is fucking fake. And I was like, ah, oh, it's fucking bothering me, man. I feel like they're just, they're just- fucking over everybody like it's just a it's just a tax well i mean to a certain level because you know we yeah we've had a few conversations about this because i mean you know of course uh inflation didn't have to hit the way it hit it like i mean look, we talked about it when we talked about the gas uh, prices right i mean even with the food um uh, you know like going to the store because like I mean, there's certain things that you, you know, you know that you usually spend an X amount on, but they're like slowly raising the prices on, on food as well. Shoot, and meat, they've been doing I it know. for a while. They've been yeah, doing I it know. for a while. The cigarette, I mean, the uh, cereal boxes have gotten smaller. Over, have y'all noticed that? That's one of the things they're doing. Mm-hmm. Is the price might stay around the same, or maybe go up just a little bit, but the packaging gets smaller, and the amount mm-hmm. that you're getting is smaller. Yeah, that's psychological warfare as well. It's the same thing. It works but, in the same way. But that was the um that was one of my biggest problems with the whole the whole thing is okay, if inflation is going this you know to this, be this high, why do they wait, you know, they can raise the prices right away, but they don't change uh, employees um, rate of pay at the same rate and, and 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 minimum wage hasn't gone up in years and the prices of everything has gone up in it forever yeah and, and the people the people who are paying more the only reason why they're paying more is because they're having so much struggle with having people to come to work well I don't think so I think it's all a game and then it's like um the people um their jobs like i say they haven't gotten paid they they haven't paid they're not paying them more um even though they know that inflation has been going up and then the everybody's rent is going up you know what i'm saying i was i would ask y'all what we all got weird ass circumstances but if anybody out there knows but our rent did get raised recently so it's like they keep going up on the rent and then they're making it more difficult you just for people to buy houses, hmm? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We just signed an, uh, uh, a new lease. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways, they're, they're 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 making it harder for people to buy houses, 
BlackRock. Oh, we talked about that off air. I don't know if we talked about it on air. What's that other company? You got Vanguard. the investment company, Vanguard. <coughs> we didn't, did we talk about this on air? Anyways, um, I don't think we did. Black BlackRock and Vanguard. It's basically own everything. And then the investments. And then it's like um BlackRock buying the houses. Like when we had the um bubble, the housing bubble, um 2007, 2008 or whatever it was, um Wall Street crashed, they sell and they and they they you know they, they bailed out the banks. The banks ended up with these homes. And then um the, the 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 price they made it harder it was like okay we're gonna help the consumers so we're gonna these people they got these bad loans these people couldn't afford these houses so we're gonna make sure that people can obama said this shit in one of his speeches we're gonna make sure that people are qualified and that they actually can buy these houses we're not gonna allow these banks to you know sell houses to people that can't really afford them so basically what they did was was made it more difficult uh, for people to buy houses, okay? So it's the combination of that with the BlackRock buying up all the properties, not to make them, these are not individuals buying and selling homes. They are buying these houses and they're paying cash for these houses, outbidding regular folks because regular folks can't come up with $500,000 cash to pay for a house. So outbidding these folks and they and they don't care about playing over market price either because they know they're going to make their money on the back end because they're going to turn this into a rent house they well, turn that's a turn game the, too that's a turn game the, too turn the nation into a rent a nation of renters we don't own you know we, we so we don't own anything and don't have the opportunity and they're pinching the middle class look how much of the middle class we lost as a result of corona you know what I'm saying? And, and and a lot of small businesses are not coming back. They're not coming back. Meanwhile, the big companies cashed in during this time. They, they pinched, they pinched, they took this as an opportunity to pinch the middle class, push more people into poverty. Either 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 you moving into poverty or you're moving into extremely wealth. The you know what I'm saying? One or the other, and the just pinching on the ones in the middle. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. Even with the taxes, a lot of people don't understand. It's really the middle class that pay all the taxes because poor people don't have money to pay taxes, so they get exemptions. And then you got they the rich people. Of, they rob them of what they can take from them, but then you know. But yeah, the middle class is the one who's you know paying the most and. Overall. Because the rich people dodging the taxes completely. They got exemptions too. So it's the middle class that's paying the bulk of the taxes, really. When the people be talking about the numbers and they talking about this guy is so rich and he paid this amount of taxes, just like that's, you have to look at things in proportion, okay? That's where you get lost because you're looking at, you got you to gotta compare apples to apples. You can't compare apples to oranges. And that's where people get confused when they be looking at the economics because they look at this big number. This dude is paying this large amount in taxes, but his tax bracket, his whole everything is totally oh, different, bro. He live in he's a whole different paying, world for you. He's still paying less than 1%. <laughs> so, and, and your ass out here paying... 12, 15% of your income. That's a huge ass chunk of your shit. Yeah. Well, you know, because, like I said, I, 
I removed myself from uh, a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, this will, you know, this will be my first whole year of really being able to take advantage of it. But like June, July is when I was actually had a lot of my paperwork done to where, you know, all I do is file. I don't have to worry about, you know, actually paying or, you know, doing a quarterly payment or anything like that. So, but however, people who are in the same tax bracket, yeah, they're probably, it's, shit, it's probably more like 20, 25%. Who wants to pay, who wants to shell out 25% of their income? And now it's okay as long as everybody else is doing it, I think, you know what I'm saying? And they're using it to build infrastructure and provide Medicare for, medic, you know, healthcare for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Improving the, the our fucking lives all together. You know what I'm saying? If the money was going towards that, I think everybody would be okay with it. But it's not a fair system. You know what I'm saying? It's not set up to be fair at all. So, like, you know what I'm saying? A uh, middle-class person paying 25% of their income. Rich person paying 1% of their income. You know what I'm saying, and then and and, and and even the poverty people in poverty still paying taxes because, like the gas prices, how's the gas prices doing, y'all? I, I have to ask that every day. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's you know it's it's a relative thing because, you know, as you know, one of the things that does hit almost uh, right away is. The rates, because I mean, we're negotiating different rates every every week, depending on, um, you know, fuel is one of the biggest costs. So, um, not just you know me going to pick up a load or whatever, but a part of that negotiation is the fuel that I'm going to burn. Um, so how much going to pay me? Yeah, you yeah. gotta got to pay me more because it's gonna cost me more to do this load. Shit, as a truck driver, you guys should get a you guys should get a huge discount on gas or reimbursement. Well, we're still getting the same kind of rate uh, as far as you know what kind of discounts. But uh, like I was saying, like as far as us negotiating with brokers on these different loads, like they just have to a load that might have paid. Um, let's say $1,000, you know, now they're going to have to probably pay at least $1,400, $1,500 for just because of the, the change in fuel. Yeah. You know, that exact, so like, you know, and I'm giving a, a giving an estimation. I'm, it's not yeah. exact. Market but, adjustment. Yeah, people understand what, that. What I don't understand about the trucking industry because I dabble in that, you know, a few drivers and shit like that. But what well, for the life of me, I can't understand why truckers get treated like shit, and um, rates are like they peak at certain times, and then you know, like during the pandemic, it was like eighty cents a mile or less, and motherfuckers is like, dude, I can't eat like that. You know, well, I'm gonna tell you, man. Um, uh, I think um, especially newbies in the game, a lot of times. They just don't really understand the market and, you know, just taking loads. Like if you take a load just because it pays a lot, 
if you're not looking at where you're going to end up and if you're going to a trash market where you know there's a market where there's going to automatically be a lot of trucks in that area and it's not a lot of freight coming out you know they're going to you know negotiate with whoever's willing to take the lowest amount so you know it's you gotta be you know very strategic about the different areas that you you drive in you know um yeah especially florida because everybody's using a load board and those brokers um they can see how many trucks are in the area so if there's a thousand trucks they can lower the rate and then whoever picks it up first boom yeah exactly but they're doing that in a lot of areas um i mean Texas is a place that I stay away from until it's time for me to go home. Damn. You know, Damn. And you, but you know, if, and that's because you, you know what the the relationships that uh, our my company has that isn't really so much going west. It's more so Midwest, Northeast, Southeast. Oh well, that makes sense. That just happens yeah. sometimes. Let yeah. me play this clip. So, for that type of inspiration i don't know what he's gonna we say we call it our music we say we own it white people buy it. they said no i got hundreds of songs a day that talk about assaulting women and and, and 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 abusing kids would you put them on your station they said no i said i got hundreds of songs a day that talk about murdering blacks would you put them on your stations they said well that depends depends on what who it's done by and who it's branded for because if we can get black folks to sing about it, and we can brand it for our youngest black audiences. I think there's money to be made. I think there's American appetites to see these people that way. I said, how can you say that? They said, well, look, it's what these artists know. It's what they black people uh, create. It's a matter of fact, our surveys say it's what they want to hear, which speaks of a sickness. How do we live in a society where somebody says, you know what? I'm inspired to write a song that celebrates murdering another person. And then a person says, I'd like to put that on my station. Another person said, I'd like to pay for it. And then there's people out here in the audience that go, I'd love to hear it as long as it's black guys, because even white people buy rap music, buy this type of stuff, because we know that when we want to hear about killing each other, we know who to turn to. For that type of inspiration we damn. call it our music we say we own it white people buy it. they said no i got hundreds of damn that's kind of heavy what y'all what you think about that oh man elliot <laughs> that's a heavy heavy topic right there yeah man um i mean we know it to be true and um you know, I'm self-blaming on that. Like, I mean, our people, you know, this is something that, I mean, it's, you know, you got to think of the cycle in which it all happens. It's not like somebody's like, you know, let's create some music that, you know, we can kill to. No, there's usually something happens where people got killed or whatever. Because, I mean, all these people that's rapping, they're usually not the ones that's killing. They telling a story they're the hood reporters of different things that's going on maybe some of them are but um you know the all the things that produce this types of these types of uh mentality for us to come up with that th those types of songs is uh it begins somewhere that we have no access to but we definitely have to deal with it and i'm saying we but, you know, 
when we look at the majority of what I hate to even say majority because I, I hope for it to be a lower number or to at least be getting us becoming a smaller number. But uh, either way, you know, this is stuff that's built or, or you know, like all these these things that these guys are dealing with is, a, uh, you know, they're reacting to things that is pushed into the neighborhood from outsiders. And, you know, it's, it's a long cycle, man, but. You know that is that's that's a tight conversation, bro. That's yeah. That's it's super complex because, um, like you said, I mean, we have to take a lot of blame in that by by perpetuating it. So, but we're tribal by nature. So on that side, you know, I give us a defense on that side. But yeah, we should not be. You know, I try not to. You know, and it seems like the 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 popular song is always "Shoot a nigga, kill a nigga, I'm a kill a nigga." That's like number. Number one song <laughs> in the country. Yeah. Man, that <laughs> was <know>? poetic. <laughs> it wins a Grammy and everything. Like, <laughs> you know, so, but, you know, so the thing is, one part of this is, is in the United States especially, they have an appetite for this kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? On both sides, on all sides racially. Um, yeah. um, so that's one, one dimension of it. Um, but 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 also you got to think about who's running this, and we be talking about that, and we be, I try to be careful when I talk about this. But who's controlling the media, right? Mm-hmm. And so you couldn't make a song about killing those people, could you? You think that song would make it to be number one and get a Grammy? Man, them people are so sensitive. I mean, as soon as you hear something where you're talking about the Jews. Bro, I mean, you can talk about some history that they don't like. It could be totally true, but they just don't like that part of history. They can have you canceled or shut you down and have you apologizing for telling the truth. So they got so much power when it comes to the media, the music, television, movies. Um, so yeah, you're not going to be able to talk bad about them people and have a, a hit fucking movie. What was the last movie you saw that was talking or even just joking about them? Bro, they got mad when, um, Jay-Z talked about real estate. It's like, you know, you want to figure, you want to know how to do it. Look at how the Jew- Jews did it. And that's like a simple little thing, like nothing harmful in any kind of way. But they took they, they they found a way to be upset about it just because they said you know he mentioned their group of people you know because I mean I can go deep because uh, I mean they ain't the, even the real real people but however since they me, have power they can crazy. exercise yeah and you gonna exercise it if you have power. I want, and that's one of the issues that we need to fix. Um, I want to play this clip because I'll be talking bad about Ben X, and this looks really good. Like, um, this is the kind of shit that needs to be happening. So, uh, and I'll be talking bad about him, saying that he's not really for the community and that he's just about making money. So, but this right here looks good. Not to the swift, though, nor to the strong. So, this is what's going down in the hereafter, man. We got the third cabin 
being dropped off right now. You see the people in the back. We doing for sale. We uniting. We owning land. We building. We got our own excavator back there. And yeah, man. The race is not to the swift, though, nor to the strong. But to those of us who can endure to the end, this only the beginning. Yes, this is great. Yes, we making strides, but at the same time, we ain't nowhere near done yet. It's just the beginning. You know, I'm glad they're doing stuff like this, and, you know, it helps. But at the same time, um... I can't get past a lot of the things that I, I guess I know. Um, Cause you know, like they're doing some things, but before you know it, let's find out who really gonna end up owning all this. Or, or, or what's really going on? Is it just, cause I don't wanna dip, I don't wanna just, you know, say a negative no, I, thing I, about I, it. And I don't no, even know. I, I'm, I'm, glad, but, I'm glad to see uh, melanated people doing, um, doing good things positive things but for someone as knowledgeable as he is and the uh the you know community that he comes from that you know they would be a lot deeper with their knowledge that they pass out you know what i'm saying they act as if certain things don't exist when the people who know know you know what i'm saying I'm kind of, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm kind of like push T. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. once you know certain things and you see that there's a neglect from certain people, it's kind of hard for you to still see them in a full light that they truly should be in. That they, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know they smart as hell. You know that they, you know, they powerful. Like, they got, uh, like, they got the people. Like, they got a certain, um, you know, let's just say, uh, crowd, you know, people that really listen to what they say, but they're not really going 1,000 with these people. That's that's how I feel. And But I want to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. It looks really good, and let's see how this plays out. I'll keep my ears to the street on it. Um, hopefully, you know, hopefully it's really what it looks like. Let me play Dr. Watkins. He's talking about global stuff. So sometimes he's off when he's talking about global stuff, but he's talking about economics. So I bet you he's going to be on on this one. Let's hear because he's good on that shit. If China oh, yeah. decides to make a move. So it appears that the United States is thinking about putting sanctions on China in addition to Russia. Because they want to punish China for doing business with Russia. As you know, Russia's having a hard time selling their oil because all the West is against Russia. But all the world isn't against Russia. Uh, China says, hey, yo, let me get some of that oil. Uh, the problem with all of this, though, is that uh, when you start putting sanctions on China, you really start sort of uh, creating this guilt by association thing. Uh, if China decides to make a move on Taiwan, that's really going to cause problems in the whole global economy. You've got companies like Apple that make almost 20% of their revenue in China. So uh, the big test will be, uh, look, if they do go after China, 
will Apple pull out of China like everybody else? Will they issue sanctions and go along with it as well? So it's going to be a big test. The global economy is pretty interlinked, and this is all really interesting. So uh, chime in to the Black Financial Channel. I'll keep you posted on what's going on. I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Peace. Well, I haven't heard anything about sanctions on China. Well, I hadn't really heard anything about it either. But, like, to me, that's, like, some of the dumbest shit ever. Like, you know, you, you, you want... See, the, the, the whole thing is, I think people gonna miss in this whole thing is that they're pushing, like, because really, all right, China's an ally. China is an ally to to Russia. Russia is really one of the main ones who's fighting against that that new world order, that one world government. So somewhat, you know, China is like, look, hey, if you can pull it off and this that, and the other, look, I rock with you. But otherwise, you know, I'm trying to protect a lot of the other interests I have, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they see he they tone the line. So they trying to make China pick who you know who you gonna roll with. You know what I'm saying? You you gonna roll with him? Or you gonna roll with us? You, you, you know, let's let it be known because it, it, it's it's war about to go. It's really gonna happen over there. I don't think it's gonna be a major war, and I I, I hope not. Um, but I mean, America's poking the bear. United States is poking the bear. Who the fuck knows? Uh, yeah, they're poking the bear, and that's that's the whole thing. Like, they they they, they like, yep, I show, yep, I, I I, you know, they, you know, like Rush, like I wish a MF would. Well, it's like, well, I would, is what America is saying. I would. They want they want all the smoke. They're not gonna then, say it. I mean, they're not gonna say it in the news like, "Oh, it's them," blah 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 blah, because they they still using Ukraine as a shield. They're trying to, you know, what I'm saying, because they know if it's if it's for if they show that they're the ones that's actually starting the war or whatever, it's all out. It's you know, what I'm saying that's that's number three in the works. World War Three uh, playing out. I, I so don't think gonna, so. They're gonna uh, do but, underhand. They're gonna keep doing underhanded stuff for a while. Well, I feel like they fucking us the whole way because we've been that. You know, the bills, uh, build back better and stuff like that. But they could just pull out money out the ass for Ukraine, and then they charging us out the ass for gas for no fucking reason. Let me play they this. They set money and invested in pumping new oil. Because they full of wow. shit on the gas prices. The oil companies and executives, they don't want to pump more oil, although they have every capacity to do so. Nothing is slowing them up from doing it if they want to. Why? Rather than spend the profits on the increased price of gasoline, they would rather take those profits and buy back stock, buy back their own stock, rather than take that money and invest it in pumping new oil. Not a joke. So don't tell me gas prices rose because... I've slowed down the American energy production. In my first uh, year in office, American production grew by 9.7 million barrels today to 11.6 million. While we still made a major, major effort to deal with global warming and changing the way in which we shift to renewable, uh, renewable energy. The oil companies and the executives, they don't want to pump more oil, although they have every capacity. 
That nigga look like he just popped some opiates. Man, he say, bro, I don't think high off of heroin. I don't believe nothing he say, bro. <sighs> I mean, it's so, just gotten to that point to me for for me that he just he is so full of it. Yeah, so I think that what happened is people were like, "Okay, what's up with the oil? What, what's up with the gas prices?" So then, like, "Oh, Joe, get out there, Joe, say something, Joe." Joe's like, "Okay, yeah, well, they are kind of uh, screwing us around, but it's not my fault, you know. We um, we've been producing way more oil, and we can we can um, uh, they could be drilling more oil. They just they just buying back their stocks, you know. Hey, hey, Joe, ain't you the president?" Who else gonna fucking make them niggas do what the fuck do right? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Who else gonna you know thank you check them? You know, you up thank, there whining thank. about what the fuck they doing, then do something about it. You the fucking president. Who the fuck else is gonna do something Look, about it? Say bro, he can write an executive order tonight. He can have them to have something ready for him to sign in the morning to get the prices down all all over the country. You know what I'm saying? Like he could he could do it, but he's not. Like it's all like it's all smoke and mirrors, bro. Theater. It's the theater. Let's, yes. let's, let's hear this. A restart. So Airbnb in Puerto Rico. They're on sake about the gas. It's a restart of the Keystone XL construction completely off the table as long as Joe Biden is president. Well, why don't you tell me what that would help address? I'm asking you if it is an option. You guys say all options are on the table. Is restarting Keystone Construction one of them? If we're trying to bring about more supply, that does not address any problem. It's supply from Canada, a friendly ally, instead of that's, Saudi Arabia. That's already or that's are, we're already getting that oil, Peter. It's the the pipeline is just a delivery mechanism. It is not an oil field. So it does not provide more supply into the system. It, it does not address. Is it possible that Joe Biden will ever say you there, guys can go ahead with construction of Keystone XL? There's no plans for that, and it would not address any of the problems we're having currently. Go ahead. Because there's a lot of gray area. Mm. <laughs> it wouldn't address the problems we have here because the inflation is not real. I don't have nothing to do with the amount of the gas supply that we have. It has zero to do with reserves. It has zero to do with pipelines. It has zero to do with even what's going on with Ukraine and getting oil from. Or it has zero to do no, with any of that. Because see, the, the the ultimate plan is to bleed Americans dry. Like they trying like don't raise their rate of pay, but you can raise the rate of everything else. And just let them get through it the best way they can. We ain't got no subsidies for their ass. And, you know, like, it's just trying to, like I said, just trying to make everybody poor. Two classes. They just want it to be like two classes. Basically, the peasants and and the masters. The the, the You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and maybe some slave drivers, you know what I'm saying? Which kind well, of yeah, no, they, no, they, no, yeah, but they, they're gonna, they're gonna, they got the job of that, but they still on the upper end of it, because I mean, you know, they consider anyone four four hundred thousand, uh, 
you know, 400,000, between the 100,000 and 400,000, that's middle class. But if, once you get over the 400,000 mark per year, you're considered, I guess, supposed to be in the lower rich category. You know what I'm saying? Most of the people that we're talking about, shoot, make <laughs> less than 75. Because, I mean, honestly, like, let's just say, like, all right, you make a quarter of a million a year. It's affecting you, but it's not affecting you to the point where you're going to lose anything. You know what I'm saying? But if you at 60,000, 70,000, maybe even 80,000, Everything that you're paying, God bless you, whoever that is. Um, if you if you make it under a hundred thousand dollars a year, man, you're you, poor. You're feeling it. You're feeling it. Yeah, they're gonna and they're trying to push you into that more you know struggle zone because the more people they have in that struggle zone, the more they can control the masses, right? Because especially if people are hungry, you know what I mean? People are starving, you know what I'm saying? And then they're mad about stuff. Shit, it's, give them some cake. What did they say? Let them have cake. Huh. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, they, of course, like they're making it harder for you to even find certain things in the store. Because, I mean, you know, the uh, you know they, they're still holding to that supply and demand type thing. They you know, they put a few things in there and that way, like, people feel glad that they even got something. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the stores were full to the rim with stuff and the prices, like, damn, they got all this stuff and they still charge. Like, I mean, that's it's, it's, it's a psychosis. Yeah, but you have to realize, um, you know, how much you're actually really being taxed compared to your actual wages. Um, your, check, your check is being taxed. And then everything you buy besides food, shelter, and clothing, um, it's it's a big issue. And especially if you know you don't you don't know how to save or compound your money or investments or anything like that, we're we're being highly taxed, and most people don't even know it. And you you take into consideration life insurance, dental, um, you know everything and so forth. I mean. How much, how much are you really making at the end of the day? I mean, and, and that's 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 a good point that you're making because I mean, let's just say that's the gross. If we, we're talking about somebody who's making a gross hundred thousand, all right, you're being taxed like usually that's you know, and you know, of course, in Texas, you're getting just uh federal, uh, being charged on federal level, not state, so. You know, let's just say you hit that twenty twenty five percent. You at seventy five thousand now. Yeah, but it's, it's tax, taxation without representation. That's what that's what America was founded on and trying to get away from. And once the big banks came in and they said we're going to control everything, and we don't own nothing, um, everything is like a liability. You know, people, if you don't have an LLC, you can't write anything off. That's uh, what well, at this point, yeah. But you know, I'm gonna tell you, um, uh, I think everybody should have one. Operate, you know, third party because I mean that's how they really treat you, anyway. Like you, you know, the 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 
the birth certificate, you know, a lot of people studied that whole dynamic of how the, uh, the birth certificate was uh, created as a bond. That bond really is not you. You know, the all caps in your name is not really you. So, I mean, when you learn to kind of use that same dynamic for for yourself, then, you know, you might be able to really do something. Because, I mean, this is a corporate, you know, the, the government is a corporate entity. So, I mean, anything corporate has more benefits than a human because everything is civil. Nothing, there's civil rights, not human rights. You just got to learn how to exercise all of that. The crazy thing is, <clears throat> when you look in Black's Law Dictionary, a person and a corporation are the same thing. Yeah. You can't put a per corporation in jail. You're going to put a person in jail. And everybody's so used to um, the attachment of putting something in your name. That should be in like a, um, a trust. Or um, I'm just going to roll with that. Shit should be in the trust. It shouldn't be in your name. And you should be you should be controlling that from a third party perspective as a person. Yes. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, they don't educate us on this stuff and I need to know more about it. But I understand what you're talking about. And that's the same way that they they dodge the law too, right? Whenever they get in trouble, it be the corporation or whatever that's in trouble. So like you said, you can't take a corporation to jail. So then all they can do is sue them or something. The guy just closes the closes the company and opens another one, files bankruptcy. If you if you if you ever had a ticket, who who's actually suing you? The state, city? Yeah, that's not a person, but they're using that entity to to make things move. Because, I mean, honestly, you know, like really a contract or true contract is between, it's supposed to be two, two people or two persons. And that's the thing, like a lot of people, you know, don't really realize that all of those words make a difference. You know what I'm saying? A person is a, 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 a really a business. It's a, you know, a separate entity. So, I mean, te technically, you're not a person. You're a being, you're, you're a human being, you, you know what I'm saying? You're not truly a person, but based on the, the structure of the, you know, how you are presented to the court, because I mean, they're trying to pin that ticket on the bond, not necessarily you as a human being. That all cap straw man. Let me play yeah. a bit of this. Like when your savings account gave you 5% interest as opposed to what I get, which I think is a $15 fee for every time I bounce yes. a check. <laughs> it costs you money now to save your money. Yes. If you're going to save money, you give it to the bank. They loan it out to people and they make money on it, but it costs you for the privilege of letting them loan out your money so you that they can make money. But I... This is, I learned this episode that you used to be able to save your money and make money. I didn't even know that was an option. You would put your money, I remember I was. This is what I was looking for. 28 years. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Bananas <laughs> cost. They used to pay you. They would pay you to, pay you to eat bananas. <laughs> you saw this. Did I, I send this to you? I was working stand up and it started <laughs> yeah. getting college gigs. 
the college kids. So if you work stand-up in the city, you probably know this now. If you work during the week, you'd get 10 bucks, a little bit of hummus, a little bit of cab fare, a little bit of hummus. And if you were at the weekend, you'd get $40. Sometimes they would bump it up to, to 50, depending. So you can imagine. <laughs> you know, you'd work those gigs downtown and then you'd uh, take the subway uptown and you'd uh, blow it all on uh, food. Mm. Yeah, that's not food. Safe, but yeah, go mm -hmm. ahead. But <laughs> if you went food, and by food, I mean cocaine. That's right. Yes. That's right. That's right. We used to eat. It was a wonderful French cocaine place. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you worked at college, though, one gig, you could get 500 bucks, 750 bucks, Whoa. maybe 1,000 bucks. College. And all you had to do was go to, like, a Rathskeller at <laughs> Roger Williams College. Right? Sure. So you do, there was a, a convention you did called the NACA, I think. You perform, uh, wait for the Southern colleges to walk out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then try and pick up some of Carrot Top's overflow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the first few colleges I did, I like got for the first time money to save. And so I went and I bought in a bank, I got a savings account, and I bought a CD. Mm -mm. I've heard about That's these. some confidence. You weren't going to touch the money for a while. It was a playable see it wasn't yeah. oh, okay it wasn't got it. uh and? but it was like like you say the whole idea of it was if i wait six months i'm not gonna have a thousand dollars i'm gonna have a thousand and eighty yeah but like that's not possible right. anymore yeah. which right. i didn't know your money's just sitting in a savings account and um while other people use your money to make money because I'm not responsible with my own money I guess to not have it in a savings account like I thought savings account that was my bar all you got to do is save money and now like it's completely impossible the reason that your savings account interest rate is so low is because they're literally trying to incentivize you to invest yes by taking exactly. away the incentive to save it's like zero mm -hmm. interest there's no other option in this world than stocks yep. yeah my bank's savings account interest rate looks like a blood alcohol level <laughs> it's like point it's <gasps> but it's it's not going to jail because it's not that high yeah <laughs> there we go so when you go to your bank do they say blow into this right. all right whatever whatever registered that's what they give you damn it i meant to stop it before that i might get in trouble anyways what do y'all think what I say think you I think that's a hundred percent true. I mean, you know, they, uh, you know, well, we bought some uh, some bonds and stuff for Patrick when he was uh, when we he was first born and this, that, and the other. But like the safe, like they've taken all the incentives away from warning for for you taking a safe bet, a safe gamble for over time you know, something to sit there that's supposed to be guaranteed money after a certain period of time. They took a lot of that stuff away because they, you know, they the ones that have to come out of pocket. And, you know, really they're not trying to have a safe ending for you. It's, you know, look, put it all on the table now, gamble, you know, you know, if you if you're good enough, you 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 win and if you you know, you you know you if not, hey, you know, get up off the ground and try it again.
You know what I'm saying? That's just really the way that they have the, everything set up now. It's not like, I mean, you got to think about too. I mean, shoot, back in the 70s and 80s, shoot, they were jobs. You had a, a 401k, a pension, and all kind of different little things that, you know, you can get with your job that they would put money into as well. Shit, I don't know very many people who do that these days. You know and, what I'm saying? Like, and what they do is they try to get you to buy the stock, and they'll tell you they'll match the amount of stock that you buy in the in the company. Yeah, and that's still based on how the company does. I mean, yeah, you know, and you know, at you know, at any you know, any time, it's because a lot of it is paperwork. I mean, you you see how we we saw a kind of a snapshot of how they're doing a lot of these investments, this investment companies invest in this one and do this and do that they kind of come together as one they take drop one out of the bucket and like i mean a lot of these things i mean if you really think about even with the housing market you think they actually really spending money on these houses that you know people you know are leaving they yeah they might make it seem like they're actually doing a um a deal or they're paying more than what uh you know the market says or what somebody else might be trying to beat them out on but it's all paperwork for them they're not using a dollar other people's money <clears throat> yep and they invested in the stock market <clears throat> the same markets that i play in every day yeah and and I just feel like what is you know I feel like it's a trap, right? They want you to uh, dabble in the stock market to give it legitimacy. I think each one of us as individuals, the regular folks, um, dabbling in the stock market gives it legitimacy because otherwise it's all a fugazi. You know what I mean? If you if you have a strategy and a trading plan, it's actually not gambling. The only time I lose in the stock market is when uh, there's a sudden spike in the stock and then I get frustrated when in reality you take a few steps back, you analyze the market, and you reform a plan. Other than that, it's very profitable. <clears throat> I mean, I made I made $1,000 in probably less than a week. Technically, I shoot for like $100 a day, but I can easily make three, four, or 500 a day if I'm sitting on the market consistently like that, but... You know, I got family to take care of and cleaning and cooking and things like that. But, <clears throat> um, I mean, it's but, a full-time thing for me. And it's, but that's it's my that. question. Is it, is, are you plugged into the matrix when you're on the, um, when you're, when you scroll in, um, and doing your trades? That's, I can agree. I can agree on that subject, um, that I probably am, but. I would prefer to do that than to work eight hours of my time and get half the money. So I can make $100 in an hour or 15 minutes versus $100 and I'm at a job for seven, eight hours, depending look, on my wage. Elliot, uh, look, let me back you up because I feel in a situation like that, you're in the world, but not of the world. Like as far as that matrix uh, idea that you presented is more so you being you know you you yeah you jump in the world and do what you need to do, 
but you you're not really fully Im immersed into the world to where you know you're a product of it you know what i'm saying to some right. extent i mean i have <clears throat> i feel like i have more of an advantage of my time and i yeah. prefer to spend more of that time with my children than to bring them to daycare and them sit there for eight nine hours a day you know what i mean i could teach them at home and when they you know the time comes you know let them step out into the world and get some social skills and you know just you know communication and things like that but um it's, it's very rewarding and i feel like i'm getting my time and some of my freedom back because yeah. working eight hours eight hours eight to ten hours a day at a job um i felt i felt really detached and 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 and, and running on the hamster wheel working that eight ten hour day 12 hour 16 our shift is for the birds. I agree with you. And it does make sense to do these things. But my my thing is, my question for everyone out there listening is, the video we just played, it said that it pretty much gives you no other option, right? So it's kind of like I'll be saying about Coke and Pepsi, um, the fake options. So it's kind of like, you know, that's what they want you to do. Like I say, I think that it gives the game legitimacy when, when we play. Because otherwise, the the unfairness, the ridiculousness, them playing with the numbers, the numbers just floating back and forth. They be talking about trillions of dollars or seven trillion or eight trillion or something like that. Is there even that much currency in circulation in the whole world? These numbers are not real. Well, no, I mean, they never... The, the full amount is never in all in because I mean you gotta think there's values that that exist in other places that's not uh, uh, liquid. So I mean it's not gonna be liquid in any place, I, you know. But in, I've seen the numbers. Places. I saw numbers that showed if you added up all the value of all the assets along with all of that those liquid, it the numbers that they play around with don't mm -hmm. or, or more than that what i'm saying is they're playing with numbers that literally don't exist because they don't represent anything in the real world let me read the comments right quick because i'm behind doc says you get a better rate of return by buying stock in the bank than you then to save your money there and he says it's the people that don't have a plan or who follow trends or and random website advice that get wrecked in stocks Okay, what are we gonna say? Let's say y'all. Well, well, I I think that um, you know all all of this is you know I mean it's this is the matrix. We can't just act like the matrix is not ha you know what I'm saying like it almost doesn't matter what amount that we put into the system or whatever. Like I mean, the main thing is is what. Shoot, to, to, to do the best you can in, in, in your own world. Try to make your own matrix beneficial, you know, for you and your family. So regardless of what numbers that they put up, whether it's realistic or not, I mean, you know, a lot of the things that we deal with day to day are fake, are fugazi as well. It's just a matter of what you think it's worth. You know what I'm saying? People who think George J's is more, you know, valuable than this or that or whatever the case you know even when we're looking at gold and silver i mean that's is speculative as well like i mean 
we can say that one week is worth more than it is the next. All that stuff is 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 it's all just inflated numbers or you know or, or just based on the market at the time all the stuff changes uh and then every every currency is going to have a different value as well there's some currencies that's going to be worth more than others so i mean it just it's all based on the market the, the main thing is we live in it we might as well do what we can to be able to you know, capital to, to capitalize for our our own business, our own our home. Well, your home is our first business. That's exactly what I do every day. Is you know, you analyze the market, and I have a strategy. You know, just technical analysis. I don't have to do the fundamentals. Now I can capitalize by you know watching a live stream or um, any news that has anything to do with financial or political or world events like crude oil. Um, companies that are backing out of uh, Russia right now, like McDonald's, plummeted. If you go on any, if you go on any app and you look at McDonald's stock, you know you could put in, you could have put in ten dollars and made probably like well over, I don't know, four or five grand maybe. <laughs> if you if you sat there, and, and I mean it's going to take some time to develop, but McDonald's been shooting down for a while. Coca Cola. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot out there, and I I don't feel like you're taking advantage. Um, you're just capitalizing on opportunities. And for the people that want to get in the market and don't know what they're doing, hey, you're gambling. You know, I was gambling today, lost a couple hundred bucks, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna get that right back, shoot right back to my strategy, and then I'm back to square one. You know, people look at you crazy, like, you know, why are you, you know, why are you just, you know, in the market? Why are you gambling? Why are you doing this? Well. You're not complaining about this money that I'm holding in my hand. <laughs> yeah, no. That, but one thing, that, that's another thing that I don't like about our society is nobody cares how you made your money. I, not to say that it's bad making it off of stocks, but I think that how you made your money matters, okay? If you was robbing and killing and raping and stealing, that fucking matters, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's If that's how you made your money. But the society that we live in, it's like they don't give a damn how you made your money. At all. Man, what hurts the most, because I was just talking to my mom, and she's like, you know, she wants to Skype with me. She wants me to teach her a few key things about <clears throat> uh, capitalizing. And I just sat back, and I, I just had to shed a few tears, because I'm like, I'm at my computer making money, making withdrawals, and certain things that people do for money astounds me. You know, especially when you're in survival mode, or you come from the hood, you're in the ghetto, um... You know, you're on drugs. Like, people go to the furthest extent to get a dollar when in reality, you know, if you zoom in on the things that you're curious about or you um, take advantage of opportunities in your life, you may not get um, actual money or the dollar amount that you want, but eventually it'll become an income. It, it could be something that you can rely on. Well, you know, I, I think it's... Uh... I mean, you know, there's certain things that, yeah, I think is just should be off limits, you know, as far as how you make money. But I mean, if you're dealing with, you know, you if you're not harming anyone, it's just like, you know, when you're, you know, just like when you look at your rights, like you, as long as you're not encroaching in on someone else's rights, you're you're not doing any harm to anybody you're not and i agree with i agree with you but i think heavily on everything and i worry 
I worry. I worry that if I put my money in the stock market and BlackRock uses it to go buy houses and make everybody into renters, using my money as the liquid cash for them to buy other people's houses, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. But they're doing it anyway. So, but then that's the excuse, like, it's for all evil. You know, it's like, you know, they're doing it, so we're in Rome. Okay, look, I, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, like, you know, I know we've we've had this discussion quite a few times. Like, in you know, in order to to you you got to fight fire with fire. If you can't, you know, yeah, you can try to go there with water, but you might just steam up the place if you don't have enough. Like, if you got, you know, a cup of water and it's a, a whole house burning. You ain't doing nothing. So, I mean, you got to be able to contend. If you really want to change this thing, like, you got to be a contender. You can't be, you know, you can't get in the ring with a heavyweight and you a, a, a featherweight. It's just, it's just, it's just not going to happen. So, how, how do you, how do we change any of this if we keep, you know, if we're just having a conversation about, oh, they doing this and they doing that, I mean, the the, the conversation got to change at some point and say, well, look, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. What you going to do? You know, we can add to each other by, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get something going, I'm investing in what the hell you doing. The same shit that they doing, like, we need to maybe take some of those same those same things, but we, we have our you know, plan of making things better for the world, for people, but just like they invest in each other, you, you saw the diagram, how they invested this one, you know, uh, this one owns this and that and whatever, everybody's invested in that. We got to start doing the same type of thing. That's what I'm saying. The diaspora, we have to stop <clears throat> being so separate and start building institutions for us. Yeah, but we gotta build our own. Build. We gotta build our own first. I mean, before you can really go extend it, like you know, I I can help you invest in your in your business, but you gotta have one for me to invest in. Right. I mean, I think I think because of the trauma and um, you know things that have happened in the past, you know, history three four hundred years. I think there's a stigma. Um, I can't speak for any other race, but I think it's embedded in our DNA to not come together as a collective. And ultimately, it's going to harm us in the end. <clears throat> I mean, I see I see no community. You know, when I go to North Minneapolis, I used to live in North Minneapolis, and <clears throat> it's completely it's completely went to hell as of, you know, it was it was bad back then when I was there, but now you know, I look on Facebook, they got like a um, a crime app. I mean, it's something every hour of the day. And I'm like, man, it must be like the struggle was crazy. And then as I got older, I couldn't find a good job in the hood. I always had to go to the suburbs or the outskirts of my neighborhood. And then, you know, I chose to live outside of the neighborhood because I didn't want my children growing up, you know, even though it could be across the street. But as long as we're not directly in the middle of it, I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
Well, I'm, I, I want to say this because us as a people just recently in the last 100 years, 200 years or so, maybe maybe a little more than that, we 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 exercise these same things that they're like because they learn from us all the stuff that they're doing they learn from us our ancestors we were the ones who had the one world government before they could get to this point and you know i'm sure over the last thousand years is them you know really implementing a lot of different things and within the last 200 years to really be able to put it all to what you know what we're looking at today but and, and i have to say i have to say i don't think that it's in our dna either i mean i i can't i can't agree with that and i have to push back against that um yeah. we're naturally tribal we're, we're naturally tribal that's true um but, but we've been programmed to behave in the way that we behave today yeah you know that's true but you don't think with you know any scenario that it possibly could have you know America was, you know, created by gangsters, thugs, and thieves, and um, that's for sure. we all know. We all know the story, and we, you know, we learn from our ancestors and history. But you don't think that it's programmed in us now? Well, see, well, you know, this the this deprogramming was the name of the show yesterday. You know, we 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 have to deprogram ourselves. I think one of them is one of the main things is the religions. Like these Christians, they want to keep quoting the Bible every five freaking minutes. You know what I'm saying? They was given that by the colonizers. These Mexicans that's in Mexico, they're Catholics, and they take it super, super serious. They ancestors was forced to be Catholic or die. Yeah, that's that's history. And that needs to be taken into consideration. Come the fuck on. I mean, religion, religion definitely could be a good thing. I'm, I'm more on the agnostic side um, of studying and um, eating the meat and throwing away the bone. But churches are five hundred one c three nonprofit, so they can only speak about and you know directly or specifically about what's in the Bible. But they can't go against their government. Only person I see do that is Farrakhan. He doesn't yeah, go as but, far but, but as he's I think not he even. could. He's not, not really. Even he's, going con he's controlled opposition like a motherfucker. Yes. He, he, oh, he you're has... the type that thinks that he killed Malcolm X? I don't think he killed no, Malcolm I X. I just think that he did. He doesn't really help the community. He's controlled opposition. He's the, you know, it's kind of like how the left does when they be like, uh, oh, we're going to help you guys out. Like, you know, <laughs> as much as we well, can, da 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 da. Then they'd be like, look, "Oh well, the Republicans made us. They 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 wouldn't cooperate with us, so that's why we couldn't do it." It's just say, it's just the idea of the hope, just to give you the hope and make you think he, that you know. But no, no. He, he's he's more of like he sells I, hope. I think we we had yeah. He's a, he's a great motivational speaker. He's like you know he's really like because he's so big worldwide. He is T.D. Jakes, Joe Osteen, and Cripple exactly. Dollar rolled up rolled to into one. one. And as rich as mm. all of them rolled up to one. And what has he done for the community all these all this time? All this time, man, I've been watching. And I like, don't, don't, you guys out there, don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of Minister Elijah Muhammad. I love to hear yeah, him uh, speak. Oh, oh Elijah, I, okay, I, yeah. 
I've oh, seen him. Farrakhan. In, oh, oh, Farrakhan. Farrakhan. I'm sorry, y'all. Farrakhan. Both of them. But um, I, I've seen Farrakhan in person more than once, bro. I'm a fan of the guy. Um, but I just, I've seen him talk over the years. And I've also seen the community still be the same all this time. It's 2022 now. What the fuck have y'all been doing, Nation of Islam? What have y'all been doing? Because uh, I mean, if you think Christian about churches, what, if you think Baptist about, because I mean, the, the, that church, like, like if you want to call it a church or that movement, should have like where Elijah when Elijah Muhammad died, like instead of it going higher, it it plateaued or maybe even say we could say it declined. I would say it because, declined. Ever since like the the 70s, probably, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, the civil rights era. And then that's what people have to go back to that. I was watching a video and they were talking about the failure of the civil rights era and people. And then the left get mad at you if you start saying that. It's like, well, it's true, motherfucker. Go look at the fucking well, history. Uh, they rolled see, back the all that rights, shit y'all did. Well, see, the thing about it is the civil rights. Because, I mean, some people will get angry about that because it benefited a lot of people. It just didn't benefit the people who was on the front line for it, which were black people. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the that's the thing. Civil rights, like we're like there's a lot of people that's benefiting off of it right now, mostly white women. But however, um, you know, there's groups. I mean, shoot, the LGBT, they're benefiting off of it right now. So I mean. It worked, just not for the people who fought for it. Gentlemen, hope I don't get in trouble for playing that last video. I probably shouldn't have played that shit. <laughs> I'm always testing the damn waters, bro. That shit gonna get me. You are now. I think it's D-U-E-X. I'm pretty sure it's that. D-U-E-X. Um, King Chucky ENT DUEX. That's the backup page. That's where we're streaming live to tonight. And I need you guys to go subscribe to there so you can get the uh, notifications that the live is come, you know, coming on. Because I don't know how, how long it's gonna be before I do any live streams on the main page. <laughs> yeah, man. That's hot saying, shit man. right there, man. So what we gonna do? We gonna King Chuck Ant D E U X, you know, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, um, Rumble, Anchor, Spotify, and Apple.